0: Welcome to the third episode of the C4 Recovery Solutions Podcast. I am your host, Jack O'Donnell. Some of you might know me as the CEO of C4 Recovery Foundation. As many of you know, C4 is dedicated to improving access to high quality, ethical treatment services for behavioral health and social wellness. We are fierce advocates for the often overlooked individuals and underserved populations within our society. Through innovation and forward thinking, C4 has developed service delivery systems for addiction and recovery programs throughout the U.S. and throughout the world in some of the most challenging environments. Each week on this podcast, we will hear stories from people who have benefited directly from programs C4 developed, those who assisted C4 in the process, and especially those still involved in the implementation of the programs today. On today's episode, we're discussing the issue of recovery and rehabilitation in Turkey, a country where the recovery and treatment field was dormant in the face of a growing addiction problem. This is where Cheetham Sonmats comes in. Cheetam created one of the few community-based programs with a local focus, and now here is her story.
1: Merhaba, benim adım Cheetam. I am 45 years old and have been clean for 18 years and 5 months. When I stopped using, I started uh, educating. Uh, Education has always been a passion of mine through my own lived experience of being an addict in Turkey. uh, I realized the need for addiction treatment programs in Turkey. My uh, company Life Academy in Istanbul, where I work as a social worker, family services, alienation, uh, liaison and uh, addiction consultant. I met C4 in 2014 when Rick Ostrom, the chairman of C4 Recovery Foundation, came to Turkey. They wanted to assess uh, what treatment and rehabilitation programs were available to addicts in Turkey. They held a conference attended by almost everyone working in the field of addiction and recovery. They joined me to lead their Turkish program. This is where it got tricky. While Rick believed in me, I faced more challenges as a woman in leadership position, much like domestic violence. Addiction is a huge issue in Turkey that the country has been working on finding solutions for. In terms of addiction treatment and recovery, things are improving in Turkey. This is partially due to C4's involvement. C4 and I started one recovery and rehabilitation program in Avdalar. After a year, we were able to show that not only was it possible to make sound business within the addiction treatment sector. In doing so, we were able to inspire people to create more addiction treatment programs. Our program fought against so much stigma. In Turkey, addicts were not employable and are seen as a nuisance. Our program showed that people can be rehabilitated Too many people of Turkish citizens are addicted to bonsai, a chemically altered from the THC that was introduced in 2002 to replace Mariana. It is far more toxic than cannabis and in just 2018 alone, 564 people died from bonsai overdose. The other major problem, like the rest of the world, is methamphetamines. This is why we started uh, Small In We wanted to perfect our model to ensure we had the best chance of successfully helping people recover and rehabilitate. We knew we were doing something great when members of Green Crescent came to visit our rehab center. They were impressed with our focus on the after-effect and rehabilitation side of addiction treatment instead of the usual focus on prevention. Before C4, there were a few 12 steps programs and hospitals with detox programs, but people had to wait a while to get in. On top uh, of that, there wasn't much guidance for people after finishing these programs. There was no continuum of care. The rich were always able to go to expensive centers. The poor had no options. After C4, we have one of the most important things, momentum in the field. We showed people that it works and recovery support has blossomed. C4 showed there didn't need to be stigma in working in this field and that these programs could be viable businesses. Fifteen years ago, it was impossible for people to understand what an ex-user was. They didn't see the lived experience I had as a valuable tool for education. The only respectable people in the field were those who graduate from university with psychiatry and psychology degrees. They told me I wasn't enough. C4 changed the conversation. Today, Turkey still needs a lot of help in the rehabilitation area. I'm currently working on a project that combines cycling with recovery. I'm a professional cyclist and actually ride on a team in Istanbul. We were preparing for a big ride against addiction to raise awareness, so it's covered by the media. My focus is on addicts and their families. I run my company Life Academy and I am soon graduating from Istanbul Girişim University with a degree in sociology. I can't stop learning and no, my work will never be finished because I have so much knowledge to share. My passion is coaching people. I do a little bit of life coaching too, but addiction therapy will always have a special place in my heart.
0: As Cheatham touched on, Turkey and Istanbul in particular has a drug and alcohol problem that is having a far-reaching impact on society as a whole. Like most countries, people with substance use disorders in Turkey face high incarceration rates. There is treatment provided in jails, but the aim of programs like Cheatham's and that of the Green Crescent is to make sure addicts get the help they need before encountering the criminal justice system. Also like most countries, there is a lot of stigma and denial regarding the issue of addiction. This is because for those on the outside, it is hard to understand. There is a wide range of drug types that individuals suffering from substance use disorders use, from street inhalants, cannabis, ecstasy, benzodiazepines, to injectables such as heroin and cocaine. Many drug users begin abusing drugs at a very early age, A national survey in 2003 saw many begin using street inhalants as early as 8 to 11 years old. As Istanbul has a population of over 15 million people, there is bound to be higher demand there than in the rest of Turkey. It is hard to meet such high demand and provide quality drug treatment programs to all who need it. The centers that did treat drug use focus mainly on detox, as this is one of the most immediate solutions they can offer. Unfortunately, this means a high rate of relapse. This is why C4 got involved, to help provide continuing care so that individuals could stay clean and reintegrate into society after detox. C4 started to convene meetings between professionals, 12-step fellowships, and anyone else interested in developing the current treatment field. As a result of those conversations, C4 started partnerships with two local municipalities. This local community approach was a great fit for the community treatment system C4 wanted to implement. The community treatment system has four main components. One, local government, which in this case was the municipalities of Agilar and Belic municipalities. Two, primary care, clinical, medical detox, acute care, and stabilization. Three, community recovery, peer support, job training, child care, housing, and education, and four, spiritual or clergy. C4 helped fund the centers, hired and trained employees, convened meetings between different stakeholders, launched online platforms, and provided clinical supervision. Instead of creating a boilerplate treatment template, C4 conducted research and iterated the treatment program continuously in order to address the local needs from a socio-culture standpoint. In addition to developing a unique program for the local community, CIFOR also provided training to many individuals whom then became the qualified workforce for the treatment field in Turkey today. For today's panel, we are joined by Cheatham and internationally recognized lecturer, researcher, and clinician in the field of counseling, psychology, and addiction, Dr. Bob Lynn. So Dr. Bob, thanks for being with us today. I want to begin our panel discussion with an obvious subject. That is in regard to the cultural differences in a country such as Turkey. Compared to other places, C4 has designed treatment systems. Tell me a little bit about the big differences between Istanbul and say, designing a system in the United States.
2: Originally, when we came to Turkey, we thought we would export some of the clinical and theoretical Experiences we had in other countries, and and we wanted to be totally enculturated. We wanted to come in with cultural humility, so we worked with a lot of the uh, local expertise, including people in the universities, to develop instruments, etc. And we spent a great deal of time uh, making sure that the theoretical and the practical instruments and and, and all of the clinical processes reflected the needs of the community in uh, Turkey. That was our uh, our intention from the beginning, Jack. However, we found out very quickly that, and just as you pointed out, the differences were even greater than we expected. In fact, by trying to import anything that looked like a clinical process from another even evidence-based model, just didn't float in Turkey, just didn't make sense at some point. So what we did was we changed our direction and moved to what is called the community-based system. And the way that we overcame just the issue that you brought up, Jack, the, dip- the cultural challenges, we were able to develop a system and a, ch- a treatment model that clearly reflected the community itself, empowered community stakeholders and, priver- and privileged local expertise. So the, the system itself, became a unique, a uniquely Turkish system as opposed to an, an imported system from another region. And that was, that was one of the most exciting parts about being in Turkey, is that we were able to approach it from a one down informed position rather than a one up position where we were looking down and bringing something in. And that's what made it so exciting because it became uh, a Turkish system as opposed to an imported Italian American French system.
0: Yeah, you know, that makes perfect sense, because I guess if you get the professionals on board, then you go to the municipalities and they know that you've already taken this into consideration. It's a lot easier for them to accept.
2: And, and, that's, what it, and that's what it really took off. And uh, it was really interesting, Jack, that we found out that in terms of recovery in Turkey, uh, more important than, you know, uh, CBT or EMDR or any other clinical... Uh, model that you might import. Most important was the connection to real, real life on the ground, quality of life on the ground, which included things like transportation, jobs, childcare, medical care, all of the things that were available in the community. But they were disparate. They were not connected. They were there was not a real system. So what we were able to do was to put together a system on the ground that really supported sustained recovery. As opposed to a counseling session, which which might appear to be making sense, but really did not support sustained recovery,
0: as we knew it. You know how important were the traditional recovery support groups to the system, such as, you know, AA and NA. Did Istanbul have a good twelve-step network when C four arrived? Well, there were
2: challenges in that area as well, Jack. The uh, AA was highly problematic, and it was very difficult to make any inroads with AA. We we had several meetings. However, the, the paradigm, the AA paradigm, as we know it in the United States and other places, really was very different in Turkey. What did have uh, a greater root was NA, and we were able to make significant inroads into NA as a result of... Uh, uh, meeting some of the significant people, being a leader in, in the NA community. And, as a, and then we were able to bring some of the uh, long-term NA folks into the system. The, the interesting thing was that we realized that, although the NA community was very powerful uh, for some people, that we really could not put all our eggs in that basket, that we really needed to have NA as, as an option, but we needed other alternatives as well.
0: So you have the you know the local AA community, you've got the treatment providers, you've got the social services lined up. What about law enforcement? That's a key component here, and that's difficult in any country. How difficult was it to get law enforcement buy-in in an environment like Istanbul?
2: Brilliant question for Istanbul and for Turkey in general. As you probably, as you may know, that historically, politically, and through law enforcement, addiction was seen through a punitive lens law enforcement was seen as part of the political system what was really interesting for us once we were able to develop a community based model and i think this is really important to understand because you know at least contextually we were able to get law enforcement involved in the program to the extent police were bringing folks to the center for treatment and that we were able to partner with with law enforcement in the Istanbul community, particularly uh, where the center was located. Now that might not sound like a a monumental uh, accomplishment, but in Turkey it was, Jack. And uh, it was one of the more exciting things about the program.
0: Listen, it's a tough challenge everywhere to get law enforcement buy-in. And it's really a shame, you know, that you have to kind of drag them along. But once they get there, you know, they really see the benefit because it, you know, it. A, it gets people healthy again, but it also cuts down on a lot of work and cost for the criminal justice system. So, Cheatham, did you see early resistance or did the local governments get on board quickly?
1: When we started, two local governments uh, wanted to start right away, and they did. When we tried to reach out to other municipalities, we faced challenges. Most of them had a hard time understanding what we wanted to do. They were hesitant because the topic was addiction. It was not resistance, but hesitancy. In addition, most of them didn't think that founding a project like this would be meaningful because they didn't have enough knowledge about long-term recovery from addiction.
0: So how was the communication between different stakeholders in the field? Do the public programs, community, and private practitioners come together or do they tend to work separately?
1: The stakeholders were somewhat in communication, but it was mostly conversational. They met with some hospitals as long-term recovery from addiction was a relatively new concept. Our country needed some clarification before getting involved. It was a bit difficult to provide treatment services in organizations due to some regulations at the time. But in 2019, the regulations were published in the official Gazette, which proved to be a pivotal move.
0: Does the field, both the public and private sector, now recognize that better treatment is necessary to defeat the issue? Were they still slow to respond and admit the seriousness of the issue?
1: Our country was already aware of this situation, and they knew it was serious, but like in other countries, one of the biggest challenges was raising awareness. Fortunately, our government supported this cause greatly. None of the Previous governments were uh, attentive to the issue like the current one. In 2014 or 2015, the President of Turkey held a large conference on this topic and ordered that action must be taken to address this issue. He gave this job to Yeshilai Green Crescent and all municipalities. Yeshilai is a very important organization in Turkey. They launched their first program, YEDAM, in 2015. Following that, they started many more addition treatment centers. Today, many people with substance use disorders and their families receive services for free through these centers. This is a very important step. So Cheatham, what was your
0: most proud contribution to this project? What gave you the most satisfaction?
1: I'm most proud of having ex-users take part in the field as recovery support specialist. This is what made me feel satisfied with our work. This is important because it has never been done this way before. Today, ex-users guide and coach clients together with therapists. And this was a first for Turkey. This is one of the most important contributions C4 made to Turkey. People like me, ex-users and recovery community members, have tried this for many years. But it only happened once C4 became involved. Because of this, many more training programs like ours have been able to come alive. So Cidam,
0: are you optimistic things will continue to improve regarding treatment in Turkey?
1: I have always been optimistic and had hope for Turkey. These are problems that you can see everywhere else in the world. We have the same issues. We deal with the same drugs and challenges. The issue was this. We needed to raise awareness about who is an addict and what is recovery. This was critical. Today, we have graduate programs focused on addiction. There are many courses. More people than way before work in this field. Students from sociology or medical departments can take courses on addiction today. They can learn about addiction and rehabilitation. All of this happened in the last 10 years.
0: How has stigma and general attitudes toward the issue of addiction changed in Turkey since C4's involvement?
1: C4, as an international organization, attracted a lot of attention here. An international organization who has been working on the issue at the global level came to Turkey. They provided training, supervision and funding for this field, this created awareness. We have been on the news. We had interviews in the newspaper. Me being the leader of the project as an ex-user and as a woman made people more interested. This public visibility has a lot more training programs to serve the field.
0: So Bob, you've worked in a lot of environments you know, from helping design systems in New Jersey to the UK, as we've discussed on other podcasts. What was it about Istanbul? I know you've you've referenced how rewarding that work has been for you. What was really the most rewarding part of working in Istanbul for you?
2: You know, I, I have to say without hesitation, Jack, that Estam, working in Istanbul was really a highlight of my career. And what was really rewarding was that you know, we talk the talk about community and being part of the community, developing serious community empowerment, being a, a serious part of the community in a way that we were able to see systems really develop that supported sustainable recovery. I mean, that that was what was, was most important to me. And, it's what, and to be honest, Jack, that's what I've taken away from the experience, because I think that is what's most replicable. You know, just going back very quickly to your previous statement about culture and and, and those challenges, when you develop a community program such as this one, it transcends culture in the sense because it's normative and it reflects the community and its values. So now you have a system that's not only it's replicable and can actually apply to almost any community, uh, if not, you know, uh, almost in the world because what you're doing is you're coming in and working with and privileging uh, local expertise and the program becomes uniquely theirs. And that's what that's what was most exciting and what, 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 I, what I take back and what I take away from the Turkish
0: experience, Jack. Instead of just copy and pasting the program C4 had provided to be successful in New Jersey and in the United Kingdom, C4 spent time on the ground in Turkey, meeting with those already in the field to help create a tailored program that would bring the most benefit to the addiction treatment sector in Turkey. By working with Cheatham on a pilot program in Agilar, C4 was able to provide the Turkish field with a blueprint for how to best create recovery programs in the future. Without the dedication of Cheatham, thousands, if not millions of Turkish people would be without the care they need. Well, listen, I wanna thank you, Dr. Bob, Lin and Cheatham for, for joining me today. I'm certainly proud of the work that you did. I'm proud that I was associated with this work as well. So thanks very much. On behalf of all the people of Turkey and Istanbul, C4 is so grateful for the work that you do. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the C4 Recovery Solutions Podcast, brought to you by C4 Recovery Foundation. For more information, please visit our website At c4recoveryfoundation.org or email us at contact at c4recovery.org. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you like to listen. I'll see you the next time on the C4 Recovery Solutions Podcast. Goodbye.